Hola. Yellow. Hey. What's up? What's going on? Uh, I was just listening to uh, Geek Brunch. Oh, that's a good one. They were talking about NFTs. Oh, something oh. you know about. Yeah. Nice. We'll see. Nice. We'll see. Nice. They seem to get it, except one thing, but that's fine. That's all right. Yeah, that's all right. What have you been up they to? Un- they understand uh, The Undertaker is now an NFT, so that's all they. That's, that's right. all that's right. we should care about. No, I th- I th- they, it seems like they got it. The only thing they didn't get is the fact that you don't need a bank. But we're not going to talk about that because that's boring. Who needs a bank? You don't need Store a bank. Store your money in your mattress. Everyone knows that. <laughs> Yes. Right? Yes. That way when your house burns down, you're broke. No, you throw your mattress. That's the first thing you do. You throw your mattress out your window and then you (laughs) land on it. Everybody does that. (laughs) Or you could air surf your way out the window. Yeah. So you hold on to the mattress and you jump with the mattress. It'd be like a Mission Impossible. Except instead of an airplane, you're just jumping one story. Which reminds me, did you know that Tom Cruise is 58? Wow. No. Right? He's lived a life. A life and a half. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he looks great for 58. That's all I'm saying. Well, Maybe... he was born 58 years ago, but how old is he really now that he's in Scientology? I mean, he's billions of years old. Oh, see, I was going to go the other way, that he's only 29 now. Oh, how's that? The Scientology de-aged him. Is that what it is? Yeah, of course. Everybody knows that. No. I figured there was something to do with Xenu in here. Yeah. L. Ron Hubbard, you know what? You know where it's at. Yeah, that guy. He was something. He was a piece of work. Oh, we can't talk about him because they'll come after us. L. Ron Hubbard was the best. Right. He's our hero. Right. Yes. Yes. Anyways, what's up? Oh, man. I... I'm actually ready to go tackle the work week. You know what I'm saying? Are you? Yes. I'm yeah. ready to go. I kind of want another day off. Wow. We'll take a day off, dude. Just like one more. I might. Just I might. Take one off. Who cares? Well, and the thing is, I've got these uh, construction people in my house till till Friday. Oh, yeah. Bob the Builder? Yeah, Bob the Builder. Well, Bob the Builder's not here. He's uh, <laughs> He's in his workshop building my cabinets. <laughs> but uh Hernando and the other guy are here. Nice. Even right now? Well, not right now. Not okay. on the weekends. I don't know. But my wife's excited because, you know, our bathrooms are getting fixed finally. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what Julie the cruise director that's what she, if she could spend money, she'd be she'd be redoing the bathroom. Yeah. Even though I look at our little cracker jack house and I'm like, you can't make the the bathroom or any room really bigger because we're in a quad unit. Oh yeah. So we're like, it's like a square that you divide on in four instead of like a rectangle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 So like all the bathrooms are butted up against each other in the middle. Yeah. No, I hear you. You can't do anything. Like she loves baths and it's like, we we can't get a gigantic soaker tub. Like (laughs) there's only so far this this bathroom can go why like i get new you know new like cabinets and stuff sure you know countertops but other than that and a fresh coat of paint like 
what really do you expect the bathroom to look like after when it's before or after? Dude, that's what I told my wife. Because she's like, we should do this and you should do that. I'm like, you go in there to pee, poo, and shower. Like, how much sure. do you need in a bathroom? Like, I get like, oh, but they have rain showers now. Or they have, you know, these new toilets. Or that, you know, sure, there's some modern conveniences. But at the end of the day, come on. <laughs> If you're if you if you're running long, you might be in that bathroom twenty minutes a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you're in, you're in that place maybe five minutes, and then maybe thirty minutes every other day if you're showering every other day. Yep. See, I'm not doing anything fancy. The only thing that I decided to upgrade was mm-hmm. the uh, the exhaust fans. Sure. Uh, sure have uh the the built-in bluetooth speakers oh nice because you know when you're showering you want to listen to some music true you know what i mean well i mean my wife does i my showers take like three minutes it's like when i shit it takes like 30 seconds you know i sit Mm. pop and then i do the bidet get out wash my hands so when you lose your internet like you did last (laughs) month Uh that bathroom is really gonna stink (laughs) <laughs> no dude it's bluetooth <laughs> not wi-fi oh okay so you'll still have power there okay yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but i figured that'd be nice you know what i mean put on some sure. tunes when you're taking a shower yeah 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 <laughs> can i tell you one thing that the um that nikki's house has completely done a 180 on oh all right all right Listen to this. Uh, I know it. And and tell me what's missing, okay? (laughs) Yes. Alexa, tell Martino hi. (laughs) Do you hear that? Yeah, you want to hear something? Alexa, tell Nick hi. Yeah, you hear that? Wow. We both did the same thing without ever throwing it out to (laughs) each other. (laughs) Yep, sure did. Uh, I'm going to tell you why, though. The speakers on the thing suck. Uh, and they started crackling, so I'm like, "Fuck yep. this!" Yeah, the loud, the volume never got high enough, even on the better speaker. Yeah. And then we went, God, a year. Well, before the pandemic, we were over at her sister's house, and she has the Google speaker. Mm. And we were like, "Why don't we just get that? What are we doing?" So now we just play all of our Apple Music and whatnot through the Google speaker, which is nice and loud. Nice. Yes, yes, yes. But everything else is gone. So needless to say, my mom has adopted all of my dots. <laughs> Just like, do you want these? She's like, oh, yeah, because then from any room, and I'm like, this is so first world problems. From any room, I can tell Alexa to turn on my coffee maker. Mm. She will. And I'm like, yeah, but you could listen to music. You could do all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it can turn on my coffee maker whenever <laughs> I want. All right. Hey, you do you, Bob. Yeah, you Go do ahead. you. Yeah, we uh, we just quit having a use for it. You know what I mean? Well, um, what about your wife making grocery lists for Walmart? Well, we don't use Walmart anymore. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We, we're using Harris Teeter now. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they don't have plastic bags, and my wife likes that. They do she paper likes bags. paper. Yeah, she likes the paper bags. 
So so we're doing that. And uh, but doesn't she bring a plastic bag when she takes the the pooches for a walk? Well, yeah, I mean we have like a stash in the closet in the laundry room of uh, plastic bags. Oh, it's like a year's to... worth of stash. Oh, that type yeah. of thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We so used we... to do the same thing. Yeah, so we use those for the pooches. Sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. But uh, but no, she likes that place because they do the plastic bags and, it, and like everything's organic and blah 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 blah. Gotcha. So uh, so yeah, it's Can good. I, though. I mean, get... the food tastes good. Oh yeah, I mean everything that you've described from that place sounds awesome. Yep. Uh, can I give you another revelation? I only have two revelations this episode. I like can I revelations. Give you okay. And this is another thing that we didn't talk about. Maybe you're in the same boat. Uh-oh. I don't know. Revel- Nerdy feature. <laughs> revelation. You know, we need we need a soundboard like DJ. DJ's got a soundboard now because he's a fancy pants. I, and as soon as I saw that darn Star Wars room that they posted, mm-hmm. I was like, damn, that looks cool. Hell yeah. Very jealous. Um, but anywho, by revelation, twenty twenty one's been a real kick in the nuts year. Twenty twenty two. Let's let's be honest. But twenty twenty one, for whatever reason, it sort of feels different. New new president. Mm. Vaccines on the way. People, you know, with one vaccine, no vaccines, two vaccines. They're going maskless. They're letting it all hang out. Going crazy. But well, hopefully, like hopefully not all of it. Oh, I see it all the time here in Chicago. Yikes. Um, but anyway, it's been a wackadoodle year. And I sort of fell off this bandwagon. And now I'm officially letting, uh, I'm throwing it out to the world, mm-hmm. out to our universe, our listening audience. And once I throw it out there, then it sort of feels like I have to stick with it. My 2021, or I shouldn't say one, my two. 2021 adopt a characters are no more <gasps> RIP. What? Yes. What? I don't want to be harnessed down. Mm. Yeah. I, I'm just going to tell you right now. There's a, there's some characters I want to read and some new books I want to read. And I don't want to only read, even though I've loved reading captain America and flash this year, fantastic and i'll continue reading them they've been fantastic but i'm not switching over but whenever i don't read one of the busima brothers i feel like i'm missing out Hmm. it has for whatever reason all i want to do is read like oh i want to read uh salbushima uh hulk or defenders or his uh you know avengers or john busima you know whatever uh, conan and i don't want to be harnessed down so I'm at this point I, I feel like instead of burning out on these two characters and reading less comics because i'm like i just even though I, i'm loving mark wade's flash there's just sometimes i'm just not in the mood for it like i might want something a little faster faster paced or, mm-hmm. or new. Like mm-hmm. I said, like, like we talked about some new comic books and it's like, I want to read that stuff. And I don't want to feel like, Ooh, it's been a month since I've read some adopt a character. I got to get back on it. Mm. Like I'm forcing myself instead of getting pleasure from comics, I'm forcing myself to arbitrarily read titles that I might not be in the mood for. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I think that's why. Uh, I think that's why Mike doesn't do the adopt a character thing. It makes sense. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know what it is? Maybe, uh, so apparently, have we talked about the fact that I'm ADHD? No, uh, no I don't think you have. <laughs> All right. We probably haven't because I didn't know until like a week ago. Okay. When somebody at work was like, are you ADHD? And I, <laughs> I said, what do you mean? She was like, well, you do this and this and this and this. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not like jumping on the walls or anything. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but she went through this whole explanation of my very short attention span for things. Mm. Um, and how like I may not be jumping off the walls because like maybe there's something else. Like I'm a little OCD, which I do know that. Yeah. Uh, and so it like balances off the like jumping off the walls thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So so I learned at my new position that I'm ADHD. Uh, mm. Which explains why when I drink a bottle of NyQuil, I go to sleep or I, I jump off the walls. <laughs> and when I drink coffee, I go to sleep. Wow. You know what I mean? Apparently, that's an ADHD thing. I don't know. They have uh, opposite reaction type of thing. Sure. Look, I'm not a psychologist. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, not a doctor. Just play one on the podcast. You know what I mean? Right. We're not trained professionals of any sort. Not at all. Not at all. But uh, but I know what you mean, and I was I was feeling this too, because I I have not gone back to my characters. Oh, yeah. interesting. I mean, I'm still fascinated by Doctor Doom, and I still sure. plan on reading everything. Sure. But uh, but I started feeling this way when I was doing Daredevil, because I never yes. got, I never got to finish Daredevil. I no. still have a shit ton of stuff that I got that I didn't read. Right. For that same reason that you're talking about. It's like, oh, like, I have to read this. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, you know, don't put baby in the corner. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me what to do. Like, I have two uh, Chip, the last two Chip Sadarsky Daredevil trades. And before starting Mark Wade Flash book three. I actually was like, I should read that Chip Sadarsky. That that's such a good run. I should finish it off and read the last two that I have. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, yeah, but if I read those, then I'll go about another three weeks before starting a Captain America or Flash. Mm. And sometimes, guess what? I'm in a Marvel mood, and all I want to read is Marvel or DC or Image. And I don't want like I want to read some Hellboy and I want to read some Hellblazer. But if I start reading that, then all of a sudden I go a month without reading an adopted character. Yeah. Like, why do that? Why do that? Why why harness me? I don't need to be harnessed. Yeah, don't do that to yourself. I know. I have like 2,000 unread books on comiXology. What, why am I like narrowing it down to like 40 books from these characters, these two characters? Why? Mm-hmm. Why do that? Why I want to open do up that? the rainbow. I'm a rainbow unicorn. Let's open up the rainbow. <laughs> I want to taste the rainbow. Skittles. I want to taste the rainbow. Get there you go. Now you're talking. Yeah. Now you're talking. No, I uh, I feel you, Nick. Yeah. I feel you. Um, I think it's that's like why you some... loved like Doctor Doom and Thor, like back in the day. Yeah. And they both had a weird speech cadence. Mm. Like, guess what? If you're not in the mood for, you don't want to read that. Like, you have to be in the mood for that, and you have to go into it like, okay. I know I'm going to like this is going to slow down the reading a little bit for me to absorb this, but mm. that's OK. I'm in the mood for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get it. I totally yeah. get it. 
Uh, I think that's why I oftentimes just end up not reading shit. You know what I mean? Same here. It's like reading paralysis. Mm. Ooh, is that a? Did we just come up with something? I don't know. I think we that's just... what it feels like, though. Because instead of like, or I'm just like, I just don't want to read Flash right now. Yeah. And then instead of like trying to like trudge through eight pages before I fall asleep, I just don't read anything because I'm just not in the mood for Flash. Yep. When I could be like opening up whatever Daredevil or an image book and I'd be like four issues deep before ever falling asleep because I'm totally engaged in wanting to read that. I'm with you. Maybe maybe we just need to be reading trades. Have you yeah. thought about that? Just reading trades instead of single I, that, issues? That's about 80%, 90% of what I read. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That's tough. I mean, you know, I want to, I want to support comics. You know what I mean? For sure. But I kind of, I kind of like the trade thing. That's that's me in a nutshell, buddy. <laughs> I don't have the disposable income to buy flop new floppies right now, so you know I'm in search of sales, and usually you get sales on trades. So speaking of sales, I did buy a shit ton of stuff. Ooh. Um, I was, here's what I was hoping because I have the spawn compendium, okay? Ooh, that's which a is, big yeah, it's issue. It's the first 50 issues. Mm, boy. Oh boy. Yeah, I know. And so I was like, I wonder if there's a spawn compendium too. Right. And see, this is, this is part of my OCD here. So pay attention. Mm, mm. So I, so I go and I'm looking spawn compendium two. can't find it. Dang. I don't think it ever came out. I don't think it exists. But then I find all these other trades, right? Mm. And and this is where my my OCD kicks in, where I'm like, well, I don't want to buy these because I already have the Spawn Compendium one. So, so are you talking about like you found trades for like issue fifty one to sixty? There you go. But it just doesn't look the same because it it'll be a different spine. Exactly. Yes, exactly. so, I've done that so too. Then, so then... Or I would, those damn new Batman, not new, but like five years ago when they started to issue all those, like the Batman trades mm-hmm. of No Man's Land with the different like spines. Yeah. That had to drive people ape shit. Yeah, it drove me angry. That's, why, yeah. that's when I decided to just stick to single issues on Batman. <laughs> uh, but I was like, I can't buy these. Because if mm-hmm. I buy them, then I have to buy all of these. You know what I mean? I have to go and get mm-hmm. like Spawn Origins Volume One, Spawn Origins Volume Two, and I don't want that because I already have them in the compendium. Why a can't what? they just make a compendium Volume Two? Now let me ask you: What if right now you heard from officially from Image, we will not be doing any more Spawn compendiums? Then would you go uh... back? And- buy one through 50 trades and then move on with the normal size trades or are you willing to like do the waiting game and see if volume two comes out and then volume three volume four interesting um i think i I would do the waiting game like starman i was doing the waiting game on and like every time one of those trades wasn't announced i'm like obviously it didn't sell and dc's notorious for just stop putting out the trades and i and i felt like it was going to be incomplete so do i buy the old trades just so i have everything in trade i'm not sure Mm. 
See, here's the problem, right? Because then I go looking for this compendium. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, so I come upon these uh, like Reddit threads <laughs> with people asking the same question. <laughs> right? Where is the compendium volume two? Right? And supposedly, like, it's being announced soon. Okay. Right? Suppo- but, it, but it's supposedly, right? San so, Diego Comic Con. So do I wait for Was Todd McFarlane on this uh, Reddit he was, he was asking not. Asking the same question? He, yeah. Todd McFarlane even doesn't know. <laughs> uh, but I want to know. You know what I mean? Because, like, if they're not going to do any more compendiums, then I'll just switch the trade. Of course, right? But this is why this is why I'm asking you: Do you have ants in the pants that you're like, screw it, I got to do this now? They're not coming out quick enough for me. I'm not like super concerned, right? And and my my guess would be that like it's just probably never coming out, okay? Because Spawn is at like issue I don't know 320 now, right? Right. So you're looking at how many trades if they're doing 50 per. Right. Oh if it's 50 per, like you should be on volume six by now. One would think. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Yep. Um, and like the thing is, I mean, I don't know how much the newer ones would be, but uh, the, the the first compendium, I paid like 50 bucks for it. Yeah, they're cheap. So, I mean, like that's a fucking deal. You know what I mean? Like when I gave you the Rising Stars compendium, like it was the same deal. Mm-hmm. And I really honestly, when I was reading that thing, I thought this thing is so cheap. Price-wise, there's no way that I'm going to get all the way through without a big chunk of it just coming right out of the spine. The glue unhinging, mm-hmm. and it just falls apart in my hand. Yep. And no, it's not as good as a sewn-bound uh, spine, a sewn-in spine, but it, it worked completely perfectly. It was really re- – like so I'm sure the spawn would be fantastic to see on a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. But are you willing – See, this is the weird thing, and I think this is the OCD in both of us. It's a waiting game. Do you Mm want to be patient so that your bookshelf looks kick-ass? Hell yeah. And also, with that waiting game, you and me both, we have about 10,000 issues we could be reading other than Spawn. Other than that one book. (laughs) So we're made for that waiting game. The only bad thing is, then it's the OCD in your head that's like, but it, I could buy all the trades up to 300 right now, and then I have them all. Mm-hmm. But then it's frustrating because once you look at those spines, it's going to drive you crazy. It's drive you absolutely crazy. No, you're right. You're right. And see, and so that's the problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What do I do? What do you do? That's um, what I'm asking you. I, I, I don't have an answer for you right now. Unfortunately. Oh. Unfortunately, I don't have an answer for you. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I might just wait it out to the end of the year. Cause here's the thing. Like I own the floppies for the first 100, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. So like 51 through a hundred, I've already read. Yeah. Right. My concern isn't so much of that. My concern is more like we're on issue, whatever, like three eighteen, I think it is. Right. Um, like why don't I have the other ones already? Right. If, if it's but- taken this long for volume one to come out. Right. Um, like, and also, is volume one just a little? We're we're going to give you a little taste, mm. and once you're hooked with this compendium, that's very cheap. Yeah, you'll go out and buy those trades that are a lot more expensive. <laughs> like, is that the market play? Uh huh. 
Because I could see that. I could see that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, maybe you should what just wait. What you do? Because you are a digital dude. Are you going 101 to 315 at this point? Like, I'll just read the when, – when there's a spawn sale, I'll buy as much as I can and just read, read, read. And then if a Compendium 2 comes out, all right, then I'll buy that and put it on the bookshelf. All right, so so let me explain the further problem, right? Yeah. Um, let's get inside the mind of Martin. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get let's get in, there. and then we'll talk about the shit that I bought. Um, because the compendium that I bought mm-hmm. came out like ten years ago. Oh, are you serious? I'm serious, Martin. There is no compendium to stop the press. No, no. Listen, 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 listen. Come on. Listen. Unless they're unless they're gonna do spawn in a different media. I don't see Compendium 2 coming out. If they did a Spawn video game, movie, TV show, animated series, if they did something new, you might get a Compendium 2. There's no way. Even Image doesn't go <laughs> 10 years without putting something out. Come on. No, but this is where the dilemma comes, right? Because I bought that Compendium um, mm-hmm. when, um, like right before 300, right? Because that's, that's when I hopped back into the book. Okay. Um, so I didn't buy it 10 years ago, right? I bought it like two years ago. Sure. Okay. Here's the problem. This year, they re-released the Spawn Compendium. Oh, okay. That adds a new wrinkle. Okay. So this this is the problem. So now yeah. I have this old Spawn Compendium, but there's yeah. a new Spawn Compendium. Same same book, but obviously with a new spine, a new cover. Um, And it just came out like... At the beginning of the year. Okay, Martin, please tell me you're not going to buy the new compendium. So what I'm and thinking, and if you do, send me your old compendium. <laughs> I'll happily take that off your off your back because I've never read any Spawn issues, but that's here nor there. Um, <laughs> Wait, you've never read any Spawn? Uh, I read the Neil Gaiman and the oh, Frank Millers. I love that stuff. Other than that, yeah, I've never read. Um, Okay, let me can I can I sit on the other side of the teacher totter on this yes, one? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. 300's coming up. That's a big fucking deal. It's already come. The 300's already I know, come. I know, coming past. But okay, my point okay. is 300 is coming. Uh-huh. Has come. Yes. You you reissue this compendium. Why the hell wouldn't McFarlane or Image be pushing Let's put out these gigantic compendiums leading up to 300 and everything is collected to 300 or whatever, however close they can get. Mm-hmm. Why would they be doing that leading up? Like at this point, what do you, what's the next milestone? 400? Uh, 350. Three, 350, okay, but really 400. Like, yeah, yeah even, right, right. even 50 issues from now, that's still, that's still what, four years? Yes. Like, <laughs> at oh, this two point, or three. Like, yes. They, they should have been cranking out compendiums leading up to 300. Agreed. I think this reissue was, we're going to get your beak wet. If people want to go back here, here's a little sampler, and it's very, very cheap to get into, just like my Rising Stars was, and the Witchblade one. Those compendiums are a great deal. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if number two is going to hit. Well, so the, so here's the thing, right? So I feel like now that this new compendium is out, I should replace my compendium with this new compendium, right? <laughs> so so I can sell my compendium 
because they're out of print, right? So so I can true. sell it That's and true. use that money to buy Compendiums 1 and 2, let's say. If 2 comes out. I mean, surely 2 comes out. I mean, you know, maybe like two Compendiums a year, right? Yeah. So you do Volume 1, Volume 2 this year, 3 and 4, and then 5 and 6. And by the time 6 comes out, you, you're you celebrating issue 400. Sure. Okay. That sounds good. Yeah. And then you have room for your next compendium or two, right? And then you just got to wait fucking five years for the next one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, by, by then there might not be spot anymore. Who knows? But now I feel like I need to get this new compendium because the cover is way cooler. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah. It's way nicer. Um, so, so I'm thinking about it. I haven't decided yet. That's funny. But, uh, but I'm trying to find out if somebody out there, Todd McFarlane, I need to know when if this new compendium is coming out. Oh, he's listening. Friend of the show, Todd McFarlane. Uh, but I need to know. You know what I mean? Robert Kirkman, head of Image Comics. <laughs> Who? If you're listening. Oh, you, the invincible guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good. Yes. He's good. Um, that is one of the compendiums that I bought. Invincible? Uh, Invincible. Compendium Volume that, 1. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't buy Volume 2, but I probably need to. Yeah, you should. Uh, I bought uh, The Complete Darkness. Oh, yeah. I got that, too. Yeah, that's good. And I got the Witchblade Compendium Volume 2, because I had Volume 1, but not Volume 2. Nice. Yeah. But you know what I, I don't like about the Witchblade one? This is what I hate about naming conventions. And this is a problem that I had trying to figure out what to do with Spawn. This is what gave me, like, anxiety. So the the Witchblade one isn't called a compendium. It's called the Complete Witchblade. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, I don't know about you, but if you tell me the Complete something, that means mm-hmm. everything. Right? That's what Complete means. Would complete mean everything of that title or every appearance Witchblade made in other titles as well? I mean, I would you. think I would think just in that title. Okay. Yeah, that's how I would take it. Right? Um, like, I'm not looking for every appearance, but okay. It, but it's called the Complete Witchblade, right? Except, mm-hmm. of course, it's not the Complete Witchblade because I just bought Volume 2. The Complete Witchblade, Volume 2. Wow. Um, now, I... I don't remember how many issues it ran, but I'm pretty sure two completes is not enough. Well, you could get volume three. You know what? I'm looking at this right now. This makes no sense to me. Uh-oh. If I look at the complete Witchblade volume two, it says book two of 23. How is that possible? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so this is not the complete anything. This is 123rd. Of a complete volume. Yeah, that's like the when Starman started to be reissued and they were collecting like two trades per. And I think previews called it the complete. And I was like, hell yeah, give me that big, you know, 10 pound tome. And then when I got the first and, it, and then all of a sudden I realized it says volume one and it's like eight. <laughs> what was it? Eight trades or six trades. I'm like, son of a B. This isn't even like. An absolute or an omnibus. This mm-hmm. sucks. Mm-hmm. I want it big and meaty. A big the only old thing meaty. That's, the only thing that's bad with those compendiums is the gutter loss. Mm. I don't. I don't care for that. But I get it. Like I'm not gonna 
crank open the spine so I can see everything that's towards the spine. I'd really like to have gutter loss than like pages falling out because the glue cracked. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know what? Another one that I bought, and this one's gonna be like Christmas. Right? Well, because... wait. Are we going through your purchases now? Are we done with Spawn? Oh no, we're gonna come back to Spawn. Let me just let me just bring this one last okay. purchase in. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Um, I mean, I bought other stuff, but this one excited me. Um, so I bought the. Well, let me tell you before I tell you that this doesn't come out until the end of October. Oh. Okay. So I'm gonna come home from work one day and be like, "What the fuck is this shit?" Mm. And then open it and be like, "Oh my god, it's like Christmas time." Uh, but I did buy the Milestone Compendium. Yes. Uh, but that comes out October 26, so I won't remember that I bought it. Nice. That's so the hopefully, best present. <laughs> hopefully, I don't forget that I bought it and buy it again. Um, but this is your was... wife's like, "What's the seven pound uh, doorstop <laughs> that Amazon just dropped off?" <laughs> Uh, luckily for me, I get all the mail. Good, good. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the only time she gets mail is if, like, if she orders, <laughs> like, shit for the dogs. Sure. Um, but anyways, so I'm excited for that. Now, yeah, that's great. the, the spawn that gave me anxiety, though, right? Except because... the only thing I don't like with the milestone? Yeah. Where's Zombie? Zombie's in there. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Because the article I read did not have Zombie listed. Yeah, it's, uh... I think it's the whole series. Okay, cool. Let me look this up. Hang on. It could have been it could have been some dumb you know those dumb comic book websites that only put in the like two or three bullet points that they think everyone wants to yeah. read about instead yeah, of yeah, all yeah. the bullet points. Yeah. Alright, Syndicate one through twelve, hardware one to twelve, icon one through ten, static one through eight, zombie zero through eleven, and shadow cabinet zero. Good, good, good. That's yes. great to know. Uh I might have to it's a good deal. 60 bucks. My birthday's right around the corner from that. And, uh, well, shit. I should have checked on half price books. Yeah, or in stock trades. Well, son of a gun. Anyway. Because I got just... news for you. I was looking at the DC Who's Who. Uh huh. And the Marvel Universe handbook. Yeah. Amazon, 12% discount. Everywhere else that I went had it 50, if not 55% off. Just to let you know. Well, it's not in in stock trades yet. Okay. Yeah, they're a little slow on the advanced ordering. Yeah, they might not have it until it shows up in previews. Right. Actually, it wouldn't even be previews anymore, would it? On nope. uh, Penguin Random House. Right. Yeah. With right beside the crime noir vintage crime noir books they're putting out. <laughs> You'll see it. Oh, that's funny though. I did buy some. Um, oh God, what's that shit? Those uh, those like crime noir comics that were coming out. Um, oh shit. True crime. No, like Jay and Dennis were getting them. Uh, who was putting them out? Ah hell, I'm not even in the room with these books right now. Oh hell. Uh, hard case crime. Okay, hard case. Yeah, I thought it was true crime. Yeah, you're right. Hard case crime. Yeah. So just randomly, I go in to uh, to get gas in, in a monster drink, and sure. uh, and they have a spinner rack of trade paperbacks. Really? <laughs> yeah. And so I nice. look over and I see the logo, and I'm like, oh shit! All right, I'll buy it. 
the girl who killed Houdini. I'll pick that up. Yeah, sure. I, it wasn't that one. I can't remember which one it was, but I was like, yeah, might as well. Why not? Yeah. So uh, I haven't read it, but but I bought it. <laughs> well, hey, at least you put uh, put down some money for the milestone. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, dude. I'm so excited. Yeah, that's that's great. I'm very excited. I read the uh, the zero issue that came out. It wasn't like the best, but uh, but it was cool to see the characters back, and I'm I'm looking forward to the the books coming back. Cool. Um, but no, the freaking naming conventions and trades just fucking piss me off, man. Like, just come up with one and stick with it. Yeah. Right. So like Spawn, you have uh, so you have this compendium, uh, and then like the compendium reissue, and then you have um. You have like different kinds of trades. You have like the the origins series, uh-huh. uh, which you would think would be like, I mean, when I think of origins, I'm like these might be like uh, like key issues. Sure. But they're not. They're just like regular fucking trades. Weird. You know what I mean? And then they have like trades for specific storylines. And I'm like, how we how do you keep up with this stuff? And don't they also at least with Savage Dragon do archives? Oh yeah. Which is just black and white, which mm-hmm. a lot of people love black and white, but still. Mm-hmm. Uh, Man, triple, know, quadruple man. dipping. It's just too much. It's just too much. I'm about to say F it all. No, you're not. <laughs> don't don't say stuff you can't take back. But but I do know I'm not going to get the floppies because those floppies get expensive after 100. Oh, I'm sure. But that's why I wanted to ask, like, what are you going to do if you're not waiting for the compendiums? What are you going to do in the meantime to be able to read 100 to 300 where you picked it back up. Yeah, I don't know. Wow. I don't know. I mean, I picked, I just, some, I picked some of them up uh, on Comixology. Oh, there you go. I think I went back to like 295 because um, there was some stuff that happened in 300. And uh, and it's like, you know, this is another thing that bugs me. Brand new starting point. Issue 300. I'm like, great. Perfect jumping on point. Let me get on this. So I get on it. And it's like there's editor's notes for like issue 297, and I'm like, what? That's that's not no. a starting point. <laughs> yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> that's not right. That's not right. Right? Yeah. So, oh look, okay. Let me get this straight from my uh, OCD, uh, HDHD, CDO, CDA, Blu-ray, HD DVDs. Yep. Right. Uh, Martin Ferretti, my co-host, or I should say the host of Nerdy Legion Podcast. Mm. Um, There is a book title that you absolutely adore that you haven't read 195 issues of. Oh? Spawn. You haven't read from 101 to 295. Yes, that's correct. Holy Christ, that blows my head clean off. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but see, that's exciting to me. That's like me discovering, like, you know what's good? I don't know if people know this. You know what's good? Mm. Old-timey Conan comics. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Right. Like, it's not that it hasn't ever been on my radar. I just have never bought any. And now that I'm reading some, it's like... Oh, guys, hey, this might be good. And it's like, well, no shit. It's been, you know, there, how many issues have been put out? Yeah, welcome aboard. <laughs> but it's great for me because it's like, well, you know how many issues I have to read? All of them. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why 195 issues for you. Oh, my God. Right? It's a lot. 
Hell yeah. It's a lot. And there's some good creators on that. It's not like it hit a dull period where like I disagree with this, but you talk to a lot of Spider-Man fans and they're always like, Oh, did you read the, uh, what the, the clone saga? Oh boy. Just a, Oh, but like that's the big black hole. Like you don't ever want to go into that hole. Yeah. 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 There really hasn't been that for spawn. Like there's so many great creators that have been in that book. I even know that. And I've never even read any of them. <laughs> I can't believe you've never read any spawn. Like no. not even in 1992. Uh, no, it was so corporate. And I know uh, everyone's like, this is independent, but this is when I was reading like drawn in quarterly and first yeah. comics. And so, you know, I'm reading no, get out of here with that. You know, I'm glad that we have uh, an aging audience on this podcast because uh, you mentioning drawn in quarterly, I guarantee you all them children watching them YouTubes, they'd have no fucking idea what you're talking about. No, clue. no, clue. <laughs> but that's okay. The, the, hey, that's all right. You know what? I even fell off of my wonderful Spider-Man for years. Yeah. But then, and I think we even talked about this even at the very beginning of Nerdy Legion. You know what's great? I might have fallen off Spider-Man for four years. You know what's fantastic? I have four years worth of Spider-Man comics that I have no clue. I don't even know what a, one of the covers look like because mm-hmm. I fell that far off. Like, I wouldn't even pick up when I'm walking through a comic book store in like college for a couple of years, I wouldn't even like, I'd see the banner for Spider-Man or Peter Parker or whatever. I wouldn't even lift up the comic book just to see what the cover looks like. Mm-hmm. But it's great now. Cause all of a sudden it's like, Oh my God, look at that cover. Yeah. It's Chrome. It's Chromium well, and it glows in the dark and it's really, really stupid. But now 2020 brain, 2021 brain, is like, that's the best thing ever. Look <laughs> at that. It glows in the dark. That's mm-hmm. so awesome. Well, see, and the cool thing now is it's so easy to get whatever you want, right? Because yeah. um, I fell off. Uh, I quit reading comics in like 04, right? So I, don't, I, I stopped reading comics for like a year. See, I never fell off reading comics. I just went to adult, mature indie comics. Yeah, Playboy. No, no. Stop. Stop. <laughs> no, I just – I quit reading comics, period, for like about a year. That, that's crazy. I know. Wow. Um, so I quit reading comics for about a year. And well, then what I came drew back. you back in then? Um, there was, and don't say you got rid of a girlfriend. No, there no, no. There, be, there had to be some type – sure, getting you know, getting rid of the people around you that, that aren't into you reading comics – That'll put you back into the comic book store. But once you're back in the comic book store, what's the book that's like, dang, look at that. That's Cerebus. That looks really cool. All right. Or Sandman or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like what What brought you back into it? It was a total happenstance. Huh. It, it was meant to be that I'd be reading comics. Weird. So I was, uh, I was driving around running some errands mm-hmm. and uh, I had just moved to this place. And uh, I know what it might have been later. It might have been oh eight, not oh four. Oh. Something I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, it was for about a year though. And I was I had just moved to this place, and uh, I was driving around, and just by happenstance, I drive by a comic shop, and I'm like, oh shit, I haven't been to a comic shop in forever. Let me go inside and see what's up. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
And that's when I got back into it. <laughs> Dang. Was it talking to the people or was it like seeing a like all of a sudden you saw a Moon Knight series and you're like, oh, it's only on issue six. But let me go grab those issues because I used to like Moon Knight. I'm trying to figure out what year this was. Let me see here. Um, no, I mean, it was it's it's always Batman, dude. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I went in there and I was like, oh, new Batman book and I haven't read it. <laughs> I should catch up. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so good. Okay, yeah. So it would have been. So I quit in 2008 and came back in 2009 because <sighs> I walked into this comic shop the day that Grant Morrison's Batman and Robin number one came out. Oh, good one. Yep. I had to look up the, the date of that book. That's awesome. Um,. And and like I said, it, now it's so easy to get whatever you want, right? Because you can go to like mm-hmm. my comic shop, or you can, you know, whatever, any, any place, eBay. Right. Um, but I remember I was like, I have to catch up on stuff that I missed. So you know, this is I think right after um, Death of the Family. Okay. And uh, and so I had to pick up some of those books, and like they were hot books, you know what I mean? So they were like ten, fifteen bucks a pop. Um. And then there was one book, so Batman two six or six sixty five and six sixty six. Um, I could not find like they were sold out, mm. and uh, couldn't really get them online. I think my comic shop was already out, and I put in my wish list, mm. and it took like six months to get a six six six, which I, I love that issue. That's uh, Damian Wayne oh. as Batman. Oh yeah, in the future, and then. Uh, it took me like almost two years to find a copy of 665. But um, that's the hunt, man. That's what makes it fun. I know, I know, I know. But uh, yeah, that was an uh, interesting time. Yeah, see, I was out of Capes and Cowls and doing, you know, Vertigo stuff and like indie stuff for quite a while, like a good three, four years. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I was just as ra- like ravage- ravages as Vertigo with Vertigo as I was with Capes and Cowles. I was just going after like Chris Boccolo and Peter Milligan shade, the changing man. And I need to have every issue because they weren't doing trades at the time. Right. So I had to hunt and the hunt was on and that was excellent. But like I said, I went three, four years and then one of my buddies, he had like an entire, like, um, Oh, what Connor, the Connor run of green arrow. Yep. And I looked at a couple covers and I was like, these are really cool down in his basement. And he's like, well, I have the entire run. And do you just want to borrow them? So he gave me whatever it was, like 80 issues of Green Arrow. And then once I finished those, he's like, well, do you want to read these next? And he would give me like, a, oh, here's Wall, you know, Wally West. And he would just give me like 100 issues of Wally West or, you know, uh, Green Lantern. And that slowly got me back into Capes and Cowls. Dang. But it was great because it was all these characters that, like, guess what? You sort of know the icon of Green Lantern or Green Arrow, but I, but going in reading like Kyle Rayner or Connor, like those are completely young characters, new characters, sort of a reboot, and yet they're still playing around with the tropes of those characters, just done in more of a modern style. Right. So it didn't feel dated. It felt very, very current to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And needless to say, from that point forward, it was one of those like, 
who's this Jeff Johns guy doing, you know, the Green Lantern, like Sinestro Corps War. I was like, that sounds so cool. And you could instantly picture what the hell that was about. (laughs) And that was great. So at that point, like moving forward, I didn't buy any capes and cowls other than reading stuff from my buddy. Mm hmm. But then I started to buy like, oh, he did Sinestro Core War. Oh, he's doing a you know a long event. Oh, okay, I'll I'll get in the ground floor on that. And that's the thing that like completely brought me back into Capes and Cowls, like Marvel DC doing those weekly events. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was like, oh my god, this, these are so good. <laughs> but I do miss the hunt. That's the problem. Like now that I'm doing all this digital stuff. Uh-huh. You sort of miss going to comic book conventions and like, I need Green Lantern 648, you know, or whatever it is. Yeah. And, and it's so much fun. It isn't like the first appearance of the lizard. No, it's like Amazing Spider-Man, like 444, like some just like random issue that I, you know, there's a hole in my collection and I need to fill it. Yeah. Yeah, no, I get it. I, I do yeah. miss that a little bit. I do miss it mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, it's cool going for the white whales, but it's just as fun going for that $2 book that good luck finding it these days at conventions, unless you're going to a small hotel convention. Yep. Like these days, Jesus. I don't think, I don't think there's more than like two or three dealers that have non big books at like C2E2 now. Like good luck. Like you'll find quarter bins, but finding like entire runs of series no, you usually find the guys that have like the big books that are behind them and you're asking to look at them because they're $300 books. Mm-hmm. You know what it is? The, the, the booth prices are just fucking outrageous. You know what I oh, mean? Oh God. Yeah. Hell yeah. So, so they, they have up. to have those expensive books behind the counter. For sure. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, you always going to have the quarter bins because like, that's how you bring people in. Oh, this guy's got quarter bins. Let me look. And then you're like, ah, but this $500 book, I need that. It's a good uh, bait and switch. Yeah. Because everyone going, everyone scouring quarter bin books makes it look like your table is just popping. Right. Yeah. Yep. Oh, mm. so good. I don't know. So we'll see what I do with this. 200 spawn to read. Oh my God. That's so insanity. Much. So much. That's so good. I mean, I guess I could just buy them on Comixology, you know what I mean? But, like, if these compendiums are going to come out, I want those. But the compendiums are even cheaper than a spawn sale at 99 cents an issue. Oh, hell those yeah. Those compendiums are freaking cheap. Yep. Yep, 50 bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can't beat that. No. Uh, since, we're, uh, since we're on Comic Talk. Yeah. I watched the comic show. Oh, interesting. So did I. Oh, I wonder if we watch the same one. I don't uh, think so. Purely by mistake, because I went Ooh. on uh, I went on HBO Max to watch Mortal Kombat. We'll talk about that. <laughs> um, and for some reason, uh, Superman and Lois is on there. Yes, I saw that too. So I was like, well, shit, let me watch this. Uh, I only watched the first episode, but uh, okay. I really dug it, man. It's really yeah. good. Tell me, I'm dying to watch it. Uh, so first of all, I will I will watch anything that uh, Elizabeth Tulick is on because she is fucking hot. Um, she was on Grimm. Did you ever watch that? No, I don't. Oh, that was the NBC show, right? Uh yes, NBC. Yeah, I think I watched a couple episodes, but I don't remember them. 
yeah, the guy came from like a line of monster hunters, and and she played his girlfriend. Um, anyway, so she's in this. Uh, she she plays Lois, and uh, like I I guess the couple I, I didn't keep up with a lot of CW shows, so I don't know. But like they've shown up in the CW shows before, right? Like this Superman and this Lois. Um, and I just kind of dropped off from CW because you know like. Uh, I kind of got tired of Arrow, so I, I missed the last season. Uh, I'm like a season or two behind on Flash. Like I just kind of quit caring about those shows. And uh, you know, they're absolutely drop off before Infinity Crisis. I watched that. That's the last thing I watched. Okay. Um, but I just dropped off a of CW, especially gotcha. now that the now that the 100 is over. Like mm-hmm. that was always my my in, you know what I mean? Like I gotta watch the 100, and then like since I'm already here, let me watch the Flash and all this other stuff. Um, but I but I dropped off, and uh, I I knew the show was coming out, but uh, I was like, yeah, whenever whenever I get a chance to, I'll get to it. And I was just really surprised that it was on HBO Max, because mm-hmm. usually the the CW shows when the season's over, they go to Netflix, right? Um, so I don't know if like if they're changing the the deal now that they're making HBO like the the place for DC stuff. Maybe. Um, maybe. But I gotta tell you, like the production quality of the show uh-huh. is like 10x any other CW show. Oh wow. Um, I guess so. There's only five episodes out, and I guess it's on hiatus now. Oh no. And they're gonna finish the season at some point later in in the future, I guess. Oh no! Uh, my assumption is it's just so expensive to make that they have to do it like a little bit at a time. <laughs> oh jeez, that's my guess. Because like the CG is really good, hmm. like compared to the other CW stuff, excellent. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, the CG might be better than Mortal Kombat. Uh, oh wow! We'll get to that. <laughs> okay. But um, but it's really good. And I, I love this take on, on Superman and Lois. Um, so so Jonathan Kent is in it. Mm. Um, but there's also a Jordan Kent, hmm. uh, which they created for the show. And they're, they're twins, Jonathan and Jordan. Jonathan is like the, the all-star varsity athlete. And Jordan is like, um, what does he have? Like uh, social anxiety, whatever, like... He's kind of nerdy, you know, like total opposite of Jonathan. Sure. And and so I just watched the first episode, but it sets up like the world of Superman here, uh, their relationship and like the relationship with the kids. And I think it's so smart to go that way because you know, I've never been a big fan of Superman, right? Like yeah. I, I enjoyed the big events, right? Like, you know, the doomsday stuff or like the, the red and uh, – was it red and blue? Like – when they do something like outrageous and cool with Superman, I, I, I like following it, mm-hmm. but, but under normal circumstances, I kind of tend to skip the book because I just don't find Superman to be that interesting a character, except when they use this like family trope of Superman. And I think that's why, like, I really enjoyed the last couple of runs of Superman, starting with, uh, I, I think maybe new 52 or no, when they were switching out of New 52, I think, they did that uh, Superman Resident Alien, um, and, like, they brought that Superman – because that was kind of like an Elseworlds story. It was, like, outside uh-huh. of the universe, but they brought that Superman and Lois into the main DC universe and, like, replaced 
the the Superman and Lois from the DC Universe. Right. Um, and and it just it works so well to have like that dynamic between Superman and Lois as like an adult couple with a child and having to like show like how how to deal with being a superhero and having kids. Mm-hmm. And like that's the main premise of the show so far, right? So when the show starts, like the kids don't know that they're Superman's kids, right? Um, but like Martha dies. Spoilers. Uh, Martha dies, so they go back oh, to Smallville, no. and uh, something happens, and the kids could have died as a result of this accident, but they don't. Uh, and it turns out is that uh, one of them has superpowers. I, I won't say who. Um, but like they get pissed off at Superman because like how could you not tell us? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> all the stuff gets resolved by the end of the episode, right? Um, Do you see him in costume? Superman, yes. Oh, okay. So it's not like Smallville. No, no, no. You see him in costume. Oh, you, thank you God. You see him like saving the world many, many times. Okay. Um, you the guy s- who plays Superman, good. Oh, he's great. Okay. Yeah, he's great. He's um. You know, the, one of the coolest aspects is showing, like, the human side of Superman. For sure. Um, and I think, uh, you know, every time somebody tries to copy the, the, the character, they always tend to go, like, in, in the what-if directions, right? Like, mm-hmm. what if Superman went evil? Or, like, what if Superman did this? Um, but they're not doing that here. And, like, Superman might be the most human out of any human on the show, right? Yep. Um, because, like, he's... he's you know the the American spirit, right? For sure. Um, and it, and it really shows in here. He's just like he's so cool and like nice and and friendly and like as powerful as he is, he fucks up all the time. Um, and I, I like that. Like that. So suits... he isn't too like uh, Mayberry-ish. Mm-mm. That's good. No, no, I don't want him to be as cool and with it as Lois is, but. He's got to be a little streetwise. Well, and that's why it's cool, right? Because Lois is just fucking sharp, man. Oh yeah, she is sharp, right? Yeah. Um, like if 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 Superman wasn't with Lois, uh, he would just be like extra boring, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Lois just keeps him grounded, and you know she's just like a, a normal human, and but like you know she's the boss of the of the family, right? Like mm-hmm. like in almost any household, like the woman kind of takes charge on on the house stuff and family stuff, um, and she, like she just she's so good at it. Uh, so I love like their relationship, and I love like how they're expressing that relationship in terms of raising these children that may or may not have superpowers, right? And like, what does that look like? Um, Lois's dad is in there. Oh, General Wayne. Yeah, General Lane. General Lane. Yeah. Uh, he's he's pretty prominent. Like he shows up to the house and has like meetings with Superman. <laughs> wow. And wow. Lois is like, uh, no, not right now. This is family <laughs> time. You gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's it's really good. And uh, and there is a villain in the first episode that's set up. I couldn't oh, figure man. out who it was at first because he's like this this dude in like armor, right? And he can fly, and he's like fucking up nuclear reactors on purpose so superman shows up and tries to like stop him from uh from overheating uh oh. but but you learn who he is at the end 
Because mm. he flies to this like fortress of solitude looking place, um, and uh, he he takes his mask off, and I still I was like I don't know I still don't know who this is. It's an African American guy. Still don't know who it is. And the computer's is it like, steel? nope. So the computer's like talking to him, and he's like, "Yeah, do this." And she's like, "No problem, General Luther." And I'm like, "Oh my God, it's Lex Luther!" <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, and it was cool because, like, I remember Luther having that like body armor suit for a while. Remember that? Hell yeah. Yeah, it, love it, the body armor suit. It's that Luther. Oh, that's a good look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and he obviously knows a lot about Superman because like they're they go out and they're fighting out in space. And uh, Superman's trying to figure out who he is, and he like he stabs him with a piece of kryptonite on his chest, and Ooh. he starts like telling him all about Krypton and stuff. And I'm like, oh my god, this dude is awesome! Wow. Um. So we'll we'll see how the rest of the the series plays out, the the episodes that are out. But I I really loved the first episode. I was very pleasantly surprised. The only thing that you're killing me with is there's only five episodes, and they're going to try to wrap up the season. Mm-hmm. later yeah it's like dang it if if you would have just told me like the season was five episodes i'd be all in well and i don't know like what the deal is because i think um they put supergirl in the time slot mm. um and i think it's supergirl's last season so maybe that's why okay like, like they just wanted to play that out um but uh yeah i really loved it i i loved it quite a bit you should check it out it's on hbo max I will. Maybe Julie, the cruise director, and I will will binge on that. Yeah, and she she actually might enjoy it because uh, you know, like there is some of the typical. We used CW to watch stuff. Lois and Clark. That's for. Oh, uh, I, mean, I love Lois and Clark. Yeah, that was that was a great show. Yeah, I love Lois and Clark. Uh, I think she'll dig it. Oh, I think I, she'll dig it. I'll let her know because uh, she's looking for a new show. Yeah. Yeah, she told me this week's been a week of up and ups and downs. Mm-hmm. I think I think we talked about this before. Yes, I finally had a come to come to Jesus moment with her. I was like, okay, we're going on two weeks of not watching any Deep Space Nine. <laughs> Can I watch this without you? Obviously, you don't want to watch it. And instead of because usually she poops that line of questioning, but this week was the first time where she's like, well, you can watch it without me, but you know. I might want to sit in and watch them here and there. And I'm like, fine, I'll just, I'll move ahead. That's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Let, let me have the reins on that one. And she did. And now there's a, we're looking for a new show because uh, we just wrapped up um, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And she was completely invested in that show. Really? Down to me pulling up pictures from comic books of guest appearances mm-hmm. in that season because she wanted to see how closely it was to what they showed on the small screen. Gotcha. Yeah. So I think she would be up for a little Superman and Lois. Yeah, I think she'll dig it. How was uh how was Falcon and Winter Soldier? I'm sorry? How was Falcon and Winter Soldier? It was awesome. Yeah. It was really, really good. They're they're two for two on their Marvel TV shows. Well, dang. Yeah. But like I told you before, just, you know what? Those two seasons are going to be sitting there. Yeah. They're very short. So the next one that comes up that you're dying to see, 
get Disney Plus for a month. Yeah. You can rent those. I think uh, I'll probably just wait till Moon Knight comes out and right. uh, and resubscribe then. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Like, you, you should be in no rush. It's not like you have to block anything. There is, I, I will give you, and this is not a spoiler, but there are some of the episodes that have after credit scenes. Oh. So you nice. might want to check that out. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've got plenty to watch. You know, I was making fun of my wife for uh, for making me get Peacock. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, like, you know, for five bucks a month, whatever, right? Right. And um, they have some original programming. Sure, if you say so. I, uh, I I hate their app. Yeah. It's, like, okay. impossible to find anything. Yep. Um, But uh, I was going to I was gonna uninstall it the other night, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I got it to see what was on there. And I'm like, surely there's more than just The Office, right? She's she's watching that, and she also got it because what's that show? Mr. Mercedes. Uh, what is that? Is on there. It's a show based on a Stephen King novel. Oh yeah. Okay. So you know she has yeah. to watch all those. Of course. And um, I was like, ah, let me see before I delete it. Let me see if there's anything on here that I would care to watch before I delete it. Mm-hmm. And it's like. It's like I I requested something, and the universe just spoke to me. <gasps> because as soon as I do my first flip, what shows up but Battlestar Galactica? The old one? The new ones. Or the okay, the new ones. Yeah, the Ooh, new ones. That's exciting. The miniseries, and I was like, oh, I wonder if the whole if the whole show is on there. And right. so I I swipe left again, and there it is, Battlestar wow. Galactica, the complete series. So now I can't uninstall Peacock until I rewatch Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> I wonder if that's going to be the case. Will Peacock? Because doesn't Peacock own Sci-Fi? Oh, do they? That would make it sense. Might. Let's that, see. I guess that would answer my question because I'd be real curious. Will they be carrying all of the Sci-Fi content? Does NBC own Sci-Fi? I sci-fi? wish I could ask Alexa, yep. but I can't. Here you go. Sci-Fi is an American basic cable channel owned by the NBC Universal Television and Streaming Division of Comcast NBC Universal. There you through go. Through NBC Universal Cable Entertainment. There you go. Ah, so now I can't get rid of Peacock because all the sci-fi. <laughs> so that means I can watch Sharknado one through three D. <laughs> that's very true you could you could do that you're right i did uh, a similar thing going on to the just watch app yeah. that we've talked about before yeah. and i put in because i'm always like upstairs our apple tv is like first generation upstairs so you can't add any apps to it what's mm-hmm. on the apple tv that's what's on it mm. So my only streaming service that I have on the Apple TV upstairs is Hulu. Ah. So I went through all of these old TV shows just trying to find <laughs> anything. Because my Forged in Fire, I'm down to like 12 episodes mm. to watch on Hulu. And then I won't have anything because I don't watch new shows all that much. Yeah. And the whole point of going upstairs is Julie, the cruise director, loves having me upstairs so she can fall asleep with the noise. And she likes having me like laying there. Gotcha, gotcha. And then when she falls asleep, then I go downstairs and I play Outriders with the Baron and Belle. (laughs) Yes. But till then, 
I have to watch a show that does that isn't violent. So I can't watch like Fargo or any of the FX shows. So I'm trying to find like anything. So I was putting in like Love Boat. That's on CBS All Access. Uh-huh. Which doesn't make sense to me because it's like that was on ABC back in the day. ABC owns Hulu. So why is that not on Hulu? But anywho, so I'm putting in all of these shows trying to find like Charlie's Angels. You can buy one season on Apple TV. What? Like, how is that not streaming? But whatever. Okay, (laughs) moving on. So I went through all of these comedies, everything. And I literally uh, for Hulu, I found, oh, okay, I can watch and I've never watched one episode of the show ever, but I can watch the Golden Girls. And I'm like, I guess I'll be watching Golden Girls or Mary Tyler Moore. Like, what the hell is Hulu doing? Like, Hilarious. I, I mean, dude, I even put in, like, Knight Rider. I even put in, like, all of these old garbage shows from the past. Just to, like, I just have to find something on Hulu that I can watch. Sure. And it can't be, like... This person was like, she doesn't want to fall asleep. Me watching like um, murder investigation one or 2020. This person was shot 50 times and then they reenact it with somebody screaming. She doesn't want to fall asleep to that. Like, <laughs> so I have to find something pretty milk toast. Mm. And man, Hulu was just striking out left and right. I'm like, come on. That's hilarious. But now I can go and watch The Love Boat and Fantasy Island on Paramount Plus. <laughs> they have all nine seasons. That's uh, that's one service I I don't care to get. But I'm sure yeah. if I'm sure if some Stephen King show comes out on it, I'll have to get it. Well, The Stand was the last one. Uh, I th- she watched that, but somewhere else. I think she watched that on Hulu Plus. Yeah, I'm sure she found a way to, yeah, to watch. Yeah, yeah I, know, I know she watched that somewhere. Good. But um, now that now that Julie the Cruise director sort of didn't poo-poo, but sort of pumped the brakes a little bit on uh, DS9. Mm-hmm. Now now I'm just like, how can I? I'm like, I need to buy another Apple TV to go upstairs. Because then whenever she wants me to go up there, I'll be like Star Trek. Because I know that's not going to have a lot of screaming or like gunfire or anything like that. Like, mm. hell yeah. And now I have all these Star Treks to watch. Hell yeah. Well, so I was going to ask you, are you going to get the new Apple TV? Um, Possibly come the fall. Yeah? Possibly, yeah. Because mm. it's pretty much the same price as the one right now. Yeah. The price didn't bump up. Yeah. And it seems like it has more to offer and I can take the Apple TV from downstairs and move it upstairs. And then we can put on whatever app we want to put on, Hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I need to upgrade the one upstairs. I need to be able to put on my own apps. Like I can't even put on like ESPN plus to watch whatever, even though I could never do that in the bedroom. Cause the last thing she'd want to hear is like UFC fighting and Joe Rogan, like, Oh my God, he ripped his head off. Like, no, <laughs> she does not want to hear that. See, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm, I'm trying to convert my wife to the dark side Ooh. or rather the right side. Oh, um, cause you know, now they have that new purple iPhone mm-hmm. and purple's my wife's favorite color. It's damn sharp. And I showed it to her. She said, Ooh, and I, I said, know that little that little glittery yeah. thing that they did with that. Ooh, yeah. that looks nice. So I was like, you should get one. 
She's <laughs> like, but my phone's paid off. I said, yeah, but your phone's like three or four years old. And your phone's not purple. Well, I didn't say that. She's like, nah, probably not. So the next day, we're talking. And she's like, you know, the battery on my phone's not lasting as long as it used to. <laughs> she rethought that position. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah? I said, they do have this sweet purple iPhone now. <laughs> so I, I might have her convinced. So if I do, then I want to just go ahead and get an Apple TV. Because yeah. uh, so in our bedroom, we have a Chromecast. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, there's there's a Chromecast in every room that has a TV. Nice. Um, and also in the in the TV room and in the in a master bedroom, we also have fire sticks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, like, I want to get rid of all that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and just have like one nice box that does like HDR, Dolby, surround sound, Atmos bullshit. You know what I mean? Sure. All the yeah. stuff that DJ loves, I want it. Yeah, and you don't want to think about like, wait, I have to put this on and flip this switch yeah. and run it through this, and yeah, yeah you just I want it to be there. I don't want any of that crap. I just yeah, want I to do you. it. Sometimes convenience is something that's worth it. Yeah, but see, as long as she has an Android phone, I feel like that won't happen, right? Because she'll just <laughs> default to her normal behavior of just casting it. True. Um, but if I switch her, you know <laughs> what I mean, and then she can, and then I could just be like. You can do AirPlay. It's like the same thing. Then you're like, baby, when you buy this phone, you get so many months of Apple TV for free. So you can watch <laughs> some Apple TV, too. That's right. For free. They got me, though. The kids got me. Because uh, when I got my phone, I got a, you know the free three months Apple Music. Yep. Uh, and then you get like the three months arcade and the year TV. Uh, I never <laughs> did the arcade because I don't have time to play games on my phone. Uh, right. But I, I did do the trial of Apple Music. And so, like, the kids have been asking to get fucking Spotify for, like, weeks. And finally, <laughs> I'm like, how about if I just get a family plan on Apple Music? So I did. Uh-oh. So now everyone's got Apple Music. Well, welcome to the cult of Apple. <laughs> uh, which, speaking of, I did order some AirTags. <laughs> I did. Because let me tell you, with so with my new car, there's no key, right? It's just a fob. Sure. Uh, which I know, like that's not new technology. But listen, every car I've ever had had fucking keys. Of course. Um, and so now that I have a fob, I don't want to carry my keys anywhere, right? right? So the keys that I need for work, I leave in my desk at work. Wow. The, yeah. The the keys for the house, I don't bring with me. I leave them in my drawer on my nightstand. So all wow. I carry with me is my fob, and then my I have a, an Apple wallet, so it just sticks to the back of my phone. And so that's all I have is my phone and my fob. And do you have, like, keyless entry to the house? Like, keyless locks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, wait, no. We, we come in through the garage. Oh, I thought your front door was the swipe pad. No, 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 no. We come in through the – I don't think we've ever come in through the front door. Gotcha. Like, maybe once in eight years. Gotcha, um, gotcha. but, uh, no, we come into the garage, so I just open the garage and come in, you know what I mean? So I don't have any keys. So you don't have those big bulky front pockets anymore. You're nice and clean, smooth front pockets. I'm clean, man. My five in my left pocket, my phone in my right pocket. Hell yeah. Uh, nothing in your back pockets? Nothing in my back pockets. Oh shit. Yep. Nothing in my back pockets. 
Um, like if they listen, if they found a way for me to like not have to carry my license, I wouldn't even have my wallet. You know what yeah. I mean? Because all I have in my wallet is my license and my debit card. Boy, you've really jumped on the Apple bandwagon. Have an Apple Pay. Oh, I love too. it. I use it as much Look as possible. Oh, how quickly he changes over from two years ago making fun of like, oh, how much innovations in that iPhone. <laughs> so now and, you're like, well, it does all. The thing is, sure, are they innovating anymore? No. Not really. But you know what? When they when they put out shit, their shit just works. Right. It just brack you. And sure, there might be a couple little speed bumps if you're like, you know, an uh, early adopter. Yep. But if you just wait, three months their shit just works and it's seamless yep everything just works Mm -hmm. um so yeah and you know like at the store we don't need to carry anything because my wife just orders everything online so we just show up and pick it up and leave yeah it's so nice um and now i started doing that one thing that i hope it doesn't i hope after lockdown Mm -hmm. i hope stores don't revert back to the way they were oh yeah like hey Hold on, Martin. I have to. Hey, Mister Target, don't don't go don't don't get rid of your drive up. Hit the the little app to say that I'm here, and then people come and put the stuff in my car. Mm-hmm. Don't don't go backwards. Keep that. Yeah. And all of these restaurants that have like curbside pickup. Once you're here, dial this number and tell us what spot you're in, and we'll bring out the food. You know what? I want to order everything online. And I want to just drive up and you put it in my trunk or in my backseat <laughs> or hand it to me. You know what I don't want to do anymore? Go into your stupid store because, hey, Mr. Target, I walk around your store and I'm the impulse buyer that buys shit that I don't need to be buying. <laughs> so when I shop online, guess what? I save probably at least 35% because I'm not in your store picking up the stuff left and right, left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, will I find stuff on sale? Sure. But then I don't know the last time you went into Target, you'll see this big sale sign and you're like, "Ooh, that's on sale. All right. And you and this is what I do. I grab it. And now I've actually like leaned down to like, well, what is this sale? This big sale sticker. And now Target, bad for them. Great for me. (laughs) Target will put. Sale price, this big sale price, gigantic. And right below it, you save, and then the amount you save. Right. And nine times out of ten, the amount you save is like 19 cents. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I buying this Lysol just because it says it's on sale? I don't need freaking Lysol. Mm-hmm. But in your head, or at least my head, I think, ooh, sale, that, that, it's probably half off. Mm-hmm. No, it says 19 cents. Mm-hmm. So I hope all of these store. My whole point is, I hope all these stores and restaurants don't remove the curbside pickup, the dial this phone number, and we'll come and put it in your. Like I don't want that to go away. I'm so worried it's going to go away because, yeah. of course, all of these like drive up or curbside pickup, they are in the sweetest parking spots mm-hmm. in the parking lot. So why wouldn't they get rid of that stuff? Yep. I yep. don't want to. It's so convenient. Oh, it it, it is. And so, like, I, I we're even doing that with gas now, um, because uh, when you when you shop at Harris Teeter, you get points at BP. Oh, nice. So, Do so you have we a special card for that. Well, we got the BP app, 
right? Like, you don't, you don't need to do that, right? You can just go to the pump and punch in your phone number, and it gives you a discount. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, we got the BP app because mm-hmm. you don't even have to, like, talk to anybody or do anything at the machine, right? Like, you, you pull up, you open the app, and you say, I'm a pump six, mm-hmm. and it just, like, turns the pump on for you and gives you your discount automatically. And you just pump your oh. gas, and then you leave. <laughs> So it doesn't pull – you don't hit the app, and then it pulls up a QR code, and you scan the QR code by the pump? No, you just say, I'm at this pump, and that's it. Oh, shoot. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Yeah, I've never done that. That's cool. Yeah. And uh, oh, cool. so it works out because we're getting like you know 20 to 50 cents a gallon. Dang. Yeah. And you with your hybrid. Well, it's not a hybrid. It's a regular oh, gas a car. No, no, it's a regular gas car, but an eco mode, it gets fucking good gas mileage, dude. I was going to say, you showed me like 47 miles to the gallon. Yeah, I'm fucking killing it. That's why I thought it was a hybrid. I'm like, no one gets 47 miles to the gallon. That's insane. Nope, it is not. It Dang. is just gas. Dang. Uh, EPA rating 38, but I'm getting like four, between 42 and 47 is what I get. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I do mostly highway driving. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I get out of the house, get to the highway, and it's just like 20 miles up the road to get to work. With the new job and the new routine, how are you still, and I wanted to ask you this last week, are you still pulling into gas stations to grab like a quick uh, muffin with egg and nope. gigantic coffee? Nope. No? Nope. Because that used to be your routine. It was, but it's not now. Wow. No I get, routine? I get free drinks at work, so I don't have to stop the drinks. <laughs> wow. That's pretty nice. <laughs> that's real nice. Yeah. Free drinks all day long, whatever I want. Coffee, Dang. tea, soft drinks, boom. Free. Wow. Mm-hmm. Free lunches? Ah, uh, no. Okay. No, I'm not They'll a big lunch a guy, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. Um,. I did uh I did start getting some breakfast stuff because I do like breakfast. Mm-hmm. So I got uh you know like breakfast burritos and like sandwiches and stuff like that. At uh, your work? No, at home. Oh, I thought your work had. No, so I, I I I heat them up before I leave and I eat them on the way. Ah, gotcha. Yep. Then I get to work. I make my coffee. I sit in my office for eight hours and I go home. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> or uh, you don't. Or you don't have to love it and take tomorrow off. What the hell? We'll see. I, I might take one of these days off. Yeah. I might take one. I'm leaving at three all week, so whatever. You do get a little restless in the spring. Like, as soon as nice weather hits, it's like, man, I'd like to be out there. Right. And then once you get out there, it's like, eh, I'm just going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> like, eh, I don't need to be out here. <laughs> yeah. You know what's true. better? Going home. That's true. Uh, let's talk about Mortal Kombat real quick, because you haven't yeah. seen it, so I don't want to go like too spoilery into it. I watched the first five minutes of it. Oh, did you? Okay. Okay. The first five minutes are cool. Yeah. Uh, um, I was trying to figure out what the budget for this movie was, mm-hmm. and I can't find the info anywhere. Because hmm. uh, you know what it feels? It, it doesn't feel like a big budget movie. Uh, like, there's some there's some CG, right? Like, when they go to Outworld or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like anything fancy um there's no like armies right like the first couple of mortal kombat movies like there were armies of people fighting each other um there's basically like 10 people in this movie so it's not like jean-claude van damme blood sport no okay no 
there's like 10 people in this movie. Um, so like my guess, like watching the trailer, I was like, this is a hundred million dollar movie, right? Mm-hmm. Watching mm-hmm. the movie, I'm like, mm, maybe 50, 60 million budget. Okay. Um, not very high budget. Uh, the stories, I mean, like how much can you expect from a video game story? You know what I mean? Like it's a video game movie. There's not yeah. much story. Because um, the, the Mortal Kombat lore is pretty deep. It sure is, and and very convoluted. It is, and uh, like there were some characters I recognized, mm-hmm. uh, like yeah, you know, Sonya is in there, and Jax, uh, Raiden, Shansung, mm-hmm. uh, Liu Kang, Kung Lao. So I recognize all these characters, but like the way that they treated them, I didn't recognize. So I'm thinking it's based on like some of the later lore, because um, like. I followed the lore until Mortal Kombat 3. Um, and then I didn't play anything until X. Oh, wow. So so I missed a lot. You know what I mean? Um, was Johnny Cage in it? Johnny Cage is not in it. Dang it. But they tease him at the end of the movie. After credit scene? Nope. No after credit scene. Okay, so just before. Okay. I didn't know how. Was uh, Goro in it? Goro is in it. <laughs> okay, yes. how are those how are those big dumb arms looking? Uh much better than the other Mortal Kombat movies. Okay, cool, cool. Um but he's got no dialogue. Gotcha. And he oh, he doesn't tough. play as huge a part as he did in the other ones either. Was Melania Melania in it? Uh, Melina Yeah, Ina. With Sh- the big with the big crocodile mouth. Yeah, well, cuz the thing is there's two. There's Melina and there's the other one. And one of them is the one that shows up here. It might be Melina. Yeah, she uh, was in purple, at least in the games. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is Melina. Because in, okay. in the in the first movie, maybe in the second in the second movie, um, they have the one that's like like Melina, but like the good version in the green. Mm. Jade is that her name? Jade. Sounds that makes right. sense because it's green. So Jade, uh, the the princess. Uh, Melina is in it. She looks much cooler. Okay. Um, you you do get to see the big mouth at some point. Nice. Um, see, this all sounds awesome to me. Who else was in it? Um, was Noob Saibot in it? No, Noob Saibot was not in it, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, um, Kano, not Kano. Yeah, Kano. Kano's in it. Sure, sure. Uh, he's. he's I'm cool. sure Raiden is in it. Scorpion, Sub Zero, of course. Yeah. yeah. Well, Sub Zero is like the big bad, right? Like even though Shinsung oh. is there, like. The bad guy they have to fight is Sub Zero. Well, he did freeze a five-year-old within the first five minutes of the film, so and, and so that sets up the plot for the whole movie because There's... the main character is a descendant of, of Scorpion, the baby that got put under under the floor. No, well, no, because that was hundreds of years ago. Oh, okay. I, thought, he, I he, thought that would become. Yeah, he's whoever, a descendant Scorpion. of that baby. Oh, was okay. Sonya in it? Yeah, Sonya is in it. Oh. Um. And like they make fun of her in a of like half of the movie, sure, because uh, she doesn't have the, the the marking like the other ones do. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But when she t- she fights Kano, and when she spoilers defeats Kano, oh. uh, the mark moves from Kano to her. Oh, yeah. See this all? You know what? This all sounds awesome. So I'm gonna say this: I love the movie. Okay. 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 I Was really Jax did. In it? Jax is in it. Yep. Hell yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, I oh, love the movie. There were mm-hmm. some things I didn't recognize 
because like I didn't follow lore that closely for for many many years. Um, it's not high budget. It's not like the the dialogue's not the best. Uh, the story's very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, like some of the fight scenes are good, but like it, like the fighting didn't blow me away. Um, but I I loved it. I I I really enjoyed watching it. Um, mm. is it the best Mortal Kombat movie ever? I mean. I guess <laughs> that's not saying much, yo. You know what I mean? I was gonna say the bar's not too high on that. Yeah, one. the bar's not too high. Um, but uh, no, I, I enjoyed it quite a bit. I I hated Liu Kang. Oh. Yeah, I hated Liu Kang because you know Liu Kang and the other ones was cool. Like he's a up and coming fighter, and like you know he's he's related to the Shaolin monks and all this stuff. And like the the Liu Kang in this movie is like a later version of Liu Kang, so he's already found like his fire powers and stuff. Um, which I remember that from Mortal Kombat X, like one of his special moves was his like uppercut where he's like enveloped in a, in a fire dragon. Right. Um, so he's, he's much more like monkish than like a wise ass fighter. Like he was in the other movies, but, uh, but yeah, it was cool again, like not huge production value, um, but totally worth it. And, uh, it seems like it's doing pretty well at the box office. This sounds great. Yeah, you should watch it. I definitely will, for sure. Uh, I did, my cute. It did take me a second watch, though, to finish it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that was the fault of the movie. I was tired, and my mm-hmm. dumbass laid down on the couch to watch it, and so I fell asleep. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Um, so I had to finish it later that afternoon. But, uh, yeah, it was good. I will give it, it a 6 out of 10. Hey, that's all right. Yeah, 6 out of 10. Uh, if you're a Mortal hey, Kombat was, fan, worth watching. It was perfect for what you paid for, right? Dude, exactly. It was free. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Were you free. able to watch uh, Godzilla vs. Kong before it left? Oh, is it gone? I thought it was leaving as soon as Mortal Kombat came. No, it was still on there this morning. Okay. I, I thought they always shuffled them out. Oh, I hope it's still there. Let's find out. April well, 30th. I was going to say, maybe at the end of the month it'll be on. Yeah, until Friday. Uh, Which, that's doing really well at the box office. Yeah, sure is. I mean, I don't know if it, like, paid for its budget, um, but I think it's done, like, $250 million. Yeah. So, uh, that's that's pretty damn good. Good for them. Um, I don't know, what's uh, what's the next one? It's not Space Jam, is it? I don't want to watch that. I think it is. Is it? it Yeah. Uh, let's see. Why is this ticker so slow on the HBO site? And you can't control it. Those Who Wish Me Dead is the next one. May 14th. I don't know what that is. Mm, okay. Uh, June 4th is The Conjuring. Which, oh, you'll like that. Yeah, we'll see that because Reagan likes that. Mm-hmm. To the Heights. Don't know what that is. That's uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's musical. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah, which I'm I'm excited for. You know me. Yeah, I think uh, I think my wife and the kids want to watch that. Yeah. Uh, Space Jam in July, and then Suicide Squad in August. What was the next one? Those who wish me dead. I'll look it up. I don't know what that is. I know. That's why I want to look it up. Those who wish me dead. Angelina Jolie. Oh, a it's a western. A smoke jumper and a twelve-year-old boy fight for their lives as two assassins pursue them through the wilderness. <sighs> Okay. Yep. Cool. I'll John watch John Barathon, The Punisher is in it. John Barathon. Really? Yep. 
Very and nice. um, is that Nightcrawler? Nicholas Hout? Is it? Wasn't he Nightcrawler mm-hmm. back in the day? You say so. All I know is I can't wait for October 1st to watch Dune. It's going to be so good. Heck yeah. That God, be, I can't wait. That will be fun. I'm going to watch that every day of October. Oh, he played the he played Beast. Oh, uh, okay. Nicholas Hout. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good. That'll so good uh, HBO Max worth uh fifteen dollars? Yes. You can always find something fun on it. Speaking of fifteen dollars, I bought two NFTs. <laughs> uh, I've been following you on Twitter and I've been seeing. <laughs> uh, they're super dumb. Uh, they're little boxes. They're mm-hmm. called Cardano cubes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one looks like a a a a, a cube Pokeball, a Poke cube. Nice. And the other one is uh, a box with a mask and a peace sign on it. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, uh, but you know what? Here's the deal. I didn't buy it because I thought they were awesome. Mm-hmm. I bought them as a test. Oh. I bought them as a test. Uh, I'm not going to talk about this because it's super nerdy. Um, but I, I really like the uh, the blockchain that they're on. And I wanted to see like how it works as compared to other things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why that's what one of my tweets was uh, about transaction fees. Because mm-hmm. most NFTs are on on Ethereum, and you not only do you have to pay to buy the NFT, but you have to pay transaction fees to run on the network. Yeah. And on Ethereum, it's like a hundred plus dollars. And and on this network, it was like it was point one seven ADA, so that's like a quarter. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. Uh, it sounds I, like eBay. It's like eBay, but no, I really like this coin. Posting fee and then a ending price fee. That's what? right. That's right. How much do I have to pay you percentage wise? But uh, I really like the coin, and so that's why I wanted to try these uh, NFTs on it. Um, you said got... one of them looked like Pokemon. Does that mean you're going to start collecting them all? Uh, no. Here. Mm-hmm. There you go. I put a link in our chat so you can see the the square Pokeball. Um, and I don't even, I'm not even going to like try to sell these either. By the way, I paid like $7 for each of these. So it's not like it was a big investment. Right. Um, but again, just a test. You're not going to lose your shirt over it. Yeah. I'm not going to lose my shirt over it. But, uh, the, the network that these are on. Oh my God. It is a square Pokeball. See, I told you. Yeah. You were not joking. Uh, the network that these are on, they have, uh, deals with the African union so they're actually going to be doing like national IDs and uh, start moving the currency over to this blockchain. So that's very exciting. That's good. Yeah, that's why a couple of weeks ago I tweeted something like uh, Africa is going to end up being like Wakanda. Hell uh, yeah! Because of all the announcements that they're doing based on this thing. Anyways, I thought that was good. fun. Yeah. Um, so the next Tip thing your is. Toe in. The next thing is to to make our, our, our NFT. We're going to make a Nerdy Legion NFT. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll be on the ground floor for that. I am all in. <laughs> Sign me up. Oh, Lord. Anyways. You, uh, you got anything else? I just want both of us to retire early so we can start our comic commune that oh much quicker. Oh, my quick. God, yes. Podcastinople, come on down. Yeah, so let's get let's get these NFTs off the ground. Come on, <laughs> need to make some money quick. Uh, maybe, maybe the uh, I, I did buy this coin. It's like three cents. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
which I really like. It's like a storage coin. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause they're about to get, uh, start trading on Coinbase. So, uh, so when they do like all the other storage cones, coins are like, you know, $2 plus mm-hmm. one's like a hundred dollars a coin. So, so I bought, uh, 5,000 of these at, uh, at two cents a piece. Um, so when they get to a dollar, I'll just sell them. Because <laughs> <laughs> then, like, Why who not? gives a shit? You know what I mean? Right. right. I pay, I paid like two hundred bucks, and I'll I'll sell them for five grand, and that'll be that. <laughs> Hell yeah! We'll get closer to Pod Podstantinople. That's so, right. That's right. I approve that message. And just to let you know before we head out, my little statement announcement about freeing myself of the adopt a character. Mm-hmm. It already feels great. I'm ready okay. to end this podcast and go read whatever the hell I want to read. Mm. The world's my oyster, son. That's right. Don't put yourself in a corner. I'm not. Don't be a baby. Right. Uh, is that our episode title? Don't put baby in the corner. Finally, we <laughs> found it. It only took us however long this was. <laughs> Two hours. Uh, very good. Let's wrap this up. You've been listening to the Nerd Legion Podcast with Nick Wetmore. Uh, you can find him on Twitter at Nick Wetmore. You can find me on Twitter at not Nick Wetmore. I should do that. I should make a new Twitter account. That would uh, be fun. At Geekbud. The show is at Nerd Legion. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.